are back. Welcome to Loki Radical Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine. And I am Shayna Marie Laz. Oh, Shayna Marie Laz. That's my name. Don't follow me, though. <laughs> Why? Oops. Because I don't have nothing to follow. Okay. <laughs> But I'm bump. <laughs> As usual, we're going to start with our positive vibes only. So, um, you know, just good news for everyone. That's what we want to start with. Mm-hmm. Good energy. Lieutenant Junior Grade Madeline Sweetle is the first black female fighter pilot in the U.S. Navy. Yeah. I've been seeing her, too. Yeah. I like that's, it. I like I it. I like that a lot. The... Navy has a 110 year history, so that's big. Oh, it's been that long? Yeah, they've been in existence that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did read something. They have like, what, 2% black people, period. In the Navy? Mm. Or when they started, something oh. like that. Well. 2% or something. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot. Let's just say that. I can see that. I can see that. She's from Virginia. So, I mean, that's some great black girl magic right there coming out of VA. Oh, yeah, she conscious. I applaud everyone. Navy, Army, Air Force. Because I couldn't do it. I don't like running. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, I get my exercising, but to run for no reason. I ain't doing it either. (laughs) I mean, it's it's for a reason, but exercising my thing. But I try. You got to get fit. Get it right. Get it tight. You do. But no, she's um she's cute. She don't look like a man, you know. What? Talk- All right. All right. You know what <laughs> Why I'm saying? Why you gotta go there? Because These they be put try- their lives on the line. My thing is, they be trying to make people look strong. You know, she's she's feminine. She's pretty. She looks like a lady. She don't look like. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't know what but congratulations to her. Yes. They, y'all know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. But if you, in more black girl magic news, mm-hmm. we have Philadelphia psychotherapist Salima McNeil. So she has raised over 90K mm. to give, to provide free therapy for the black community. Praise the Lord. We need that in yes. the sound. And that exact is exactly why she started it for this time during mm-hmm. COVID, the racism especially. Yeah. You know, um, so black residents of PA, New Jersey, and Maryland can apply to receive services. Oh, Tri-State. Yes. Nice. Services nice. include a series of eight 60-minute free sessions. So, you know, donate to her. It's definitely a good way to support black people. That's people the... are trying to find their way, so... She is just in Jenkintown? Yes, her um, center is in Jenkintown. So it's called Ocean Family Center. O S H U N. Why do you say Ocean? You know, it's like Ocean Family Center. That's but nice. The OFC. It's not actually like the ocean, it's the God. I don't know, you spelled it. O S H U N. Ocean. Underscore. Family Center. So, you know, just Google it. Salima. Follow her on Instagram as well. Yeah, Salima. Out of Philly. You know some great people come out of Philly. I know. Jilly from Philly. Ooh, I was going to talk about her later. 
but yeah it's with the numbers going up yeah. i don't see how this is a good thing neither it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and they don't care well yeah it's a tough situation i don't even i can't imagine being in that leadership position trying to decide make those decisions but mm -hmm. I know if they don't have the equipment, then what are they really doing? Yeah. Like, are they providing equipment? Are they providing laptops or yeah. anything? Well, in Philly, I know they're providing laptops, but that doesn't mean that parents are necessarily that they have the time to watch their monitor their child while and make sure that they're doing their work. And then there's some parents who just are like, whatever. <laughs> so a lot of kids aren't getting that learning done, even with laptops. <sighs> so... It's a lot. It's a lot going on That's with the school situation. It is. So I, I'm just going to keep praying. Father God. Yes. Father God, Father God, Father God. That things happen. In a positive way. Like this COVID, it has to, it has to decrease for me to feel comfortable about putting kids back into the school. Yeah. Then numbers have to decrease. That means y'all got to stop going to pool parties <laughs> and y'all got to stop going to these ratchet cookouts and Southwest and North Philly yeah. and like That's wear a mask. It's not even, you know, just the ratchet stuff. It's Central Park and Yeah, no, I'm, I wasn't everywhere. talking about them. Uh -huh. I mean, partially. It's, but... it's black and white. You have some of the Trump supporters that don't want to wear masks. Mm -hmm. So... I don't understand that at all. I can see if you have asthma and you can't breathe, but that's not the reason why they're fighting not to wear the mask. They just, I don't even want to go there. But let's just, branching outside of Philadelphia and other news, sticking with our current events. Mm. Police reform bills become law in PA. So that's, that's big. It's due to the protests. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so everybody that is downplaying the protests, things are happening, things are changing because of it. It is a catalyst for change at this point. Uh, one of the laws required that officers relinquish all their previous employment records when applying to a new position in law enforcement. So this basically, you know, creates transparency. Yeah. Let's see if they follow through. <laughs> that's the thing. But. That's the big thing. It's a good start. It is. It is. And why wasn't this happening before? Like, they do the most to work at Amazon. Exactly. So, like, I, that I don't understand. It's like, okay, we'll start now. Yeah. It's hmm. a different world. The second law requires officers to receive mental health evaluations and training on use of force and de-escalation de tactics. Okay. Yeah. Now we're training. Mm -hmm. Training on community and cultural justice. Oh Should be interesting. I mean, I know large corporations have to have that kind of training. But we're talking about the, the cops. Yeah. Like, That why? should be given. That should be a one-on-one -on -one course. Intro. And another conversation is hiring people that already are in those communities. Yeah. Absolutely. You cannot have familiar with it. Oh, the suburban white cop patrolling the hood. 
defund the police seriously <laughs> you can't people can imagine somebody imagine somebody playing with him you know just messing with him and having a conversation a normal conversation you know how people play too much mm-hmm. and he just take things the wrong way you gotta have somebody that knows that the surroundings that knows the area that come from that like or at least put them out there to train them for a while before they just willy-nilly and a little fearful because that's what they are they scared yo that story just reminded me of school stuff because i remember a teacher getting mad at a student because the student was like oh this is my og and he read him up he wrote him up because he thought it was a diss or some kind of disrespect and that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, exactly. And look at the correlation with schools and prisons. That's another conversation. Schools and, you know. That's another conversation. Woo-hoo! Yeah, we we need Jeremy for that one. Because mm-hmm. he's going he to keep it 100 with you. Yeah. Jeremy, come on on. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's just, we have to make it make sense. We have to make it work for us at this point. So there are a lot of people who have already studied this. There's a lot of activists. There's info and data out there. Why not utilize these people to create these structures? Recreate these structures. Why not? Create jobs. Just bring in people that are knowledgeable and you can pay them. Or recent graduates. What's going on? The current system isn't working. No. It never is. But back to the laws... That was number two. Police reform. Those were, it's it's only two of them. Um, So, like, it came out of the protest. So, I'm happy for that. I'm glad for that. And uh, we got to keep protesting. Yeah. Don't stop. It's just opening people's eyes. And we have to protest in different ways, too. With our dollar bills. Yes. Stop um, giving all these people your money. And support black-owned businesses. Yeah. And speaking of protest, though, Breonna Taylor, you heard about that? That protest? Did I? <laughs> 87 <laughs> people were charged with felonies during that protest. 87? 87. Felonies, though. Sheesh. So, the pro- just to give you a little background, the protest began Tuesday evening at a local high school and ended on the lawn of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron. That's who we talked about before. Wayne Brady. Mm-hmm. Like Wayne. That was celebrating his engagement. During all of this. Doing with all the white people. It's yes. foolish. So the police asked the demonstrators to leave the lawn. Those that didn't leave basically were arrested and then charged with a felony. And among the demonstrators arrested were activists Tamika Mallory, NFL player Kenny Stills, and reality TV stars Portia Williams and Yandy Smith. Go off, yo. Portia, um... Portia's grandfather was a was a civil rights activist. Oh, that makes sense. He was part of uh, Martin Luther King's little circle. Mm. So she she, she she's she's walking. Blood. Yeah, she's walking that right path. That's good. That's but good. you know, Yandy just riding all the time. <laughs> well, that's what's up. That I know that the uh, that he was one of the. Or he was the person who turned a lot of their charges into felonies, just to yeah. upgrade it. Which I is saw like Portia post that or something. Yeah, that is that's crazy to me that he could get away with that. 
I mean, at this point, they're prolonging this investigation. Yeah. What what's going on? He's trying to get married. He ain't worried about this. He's <laughs> engaged. He have an engagement party. He probably about to have his bachelorette. I mean, bachelor party, bachelorette. Cause we he don't like care a, nothing about that. Mm-hmm. That's what he's about to do. He's doing all of this because he's focused on him and his Karen. And that's that. But they they just need to put their feet on his lawn. Arrest the killers. Arrest Breonna Taylor's killers at this point. Just Period. please. Come on. That's, See, y'all that's y'all playing games. games. Y'all are playing games. And it's, I really feel like it's because people are so adamant about it and speaking out against it. You know, I believe this happened a, this happened a while ago. Yeah. Like, um, so for <laughs> for people to just be now protesting about it, I feel like some people are feeling like it's a little late. But regardless, we've arrived. People are tuned in and they take a notice. And now's the time. I mean, whether it was late or not, they need to do something about it. Yeah, because they were going to try and sweep it under the rug. Yeah, That's like they, they do many others. Yeah. She's one of many. Of course. But it's it's different when things are recorded, filmed, and she was asleep in her house. It Like, that is the craziest part to me. She didn't commit any crime no. <laughs> she wasn't in public like you you was in your crib you was in your own crib that's ridiculous to me and y'all just yeah what you said sweeping it under the rug like mm-hmm. it didn't even happen and they protecting um they protecting the cops they didn't even fire them for real for real they got a lot of them uh, apparently got dust jobs so they just I took them out that. the field <laughs> that's it i mean you know that's how much Black Lives Matter. And stay trying to keep Black people down. Just like this whole Nick Cannon situation. Oh, Lord. Shout out it's to like, Nick Cannon, though. I'm proud, of, I'm proud of the boy. He's not Courtney no more. <laughs> hey, he's not. He get he gets an eight for effort from me. I appreciate it. That's some HBCU education for you. He's a smart guy. Yeah. I didn't listen to the whole interview. I I listened to what people were saying was anti-Semitic. I can't say it was anti-Semitic. I don't, I'm not, I don't have enough knowledge about it. So I wouldn't want any white person telling me what's racist and what's not racist to me. Mm-hmm. So I understand that point of it. I think there was a lot of truth to what he was saying about white people being savages. I mean, that's history of it. Yeah, Not absolutely. just Jewish people, white people in general. Um, Still are. Yeah, so he apologized for his comment. So clearly, there was some wrongdoing there that he felt was done on his part, or he's being forced to apologize. I don't know. I believe he should have. He said he spoke to rabbis and he got some clarity on some things. He apologized to the Jewish community. He did. Yeah. No. Still no. Still enough for me. In any case, they shouldn't have fired him. Viacom shouldn't have fired him because um, how much hate speech do we hear about black people? On a daily basis, from some big names, starting at the White House. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Dump is retarded. Uh, I just can't say the word no more. Uh, slow. <laughs> He's slow. And he has issues. Because... He just, he just is. 
him and his entire family. But that's where it starts. It starts up top, and they do nothing about it. He just he tweets it publicly. Yeah. People, black people are being lynched. Black people are being killed by the police. Black people don't have a fair shot in any aspect of life. True. There's no equity for black people. So, why when you say something against Jewish people, which of course, like if it's hate speech, yes. All right. But hate speech is done against us all of the time. Over and over and over. And nobody says anything. Nobody cares until we start protesting and burning stuff down. Yeah. So that's that's why it's vital we have our own things. Yeah, definitely. But I appreciate him. I don't think he should go to own. Don't do it. <laughs> why? Why not? Oprah not. Oprah not all the way on our team. Sorry, Ma. I know you love Oprah. <laughs> But she is not for us 100%. I just, not 100%. No. No, 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 no. And revolt. Wait, the own that she reached out to him? Yeah, she offered him, oh. what, 10, 10 million, I think, to come to own. That's surprising. Yeah. To be honest. I still say no. I still say no. Good try, but no. I think Nick has the power to create his own. He definitely does. He's been in the game for how long? Many, if many anybody years. Anybody can do it. He can do it. And he's been in all aspects of production. Like he knows everything behind scenes. Right. Um. So I think he he would be smart to pop out with something of his own. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's hard hard work, I'm sure, and a lot that comes with it. But um, that's that's how you do it. And then we still talking about employing people. You yeah. you, you creating jobs. That's true. So, I don't know. We can't say everybody like go to BT. BT is still owned by Viacom. So, no, don't go to BT. I think Centric is on there. TV One. They got us locked and loaded. Mm-mm. But did he offer him to to come to Revolt? But um, Revolt isn't even on cable. I don't think. Like I have never seen a Revolt thing. Neither. A channel. So I I don't know I don't know about revolt I won't speak on it. Wait, let me go. Is Viacom owned by? They don't own BET. I don't think. Yes, they do. They own BET. VH1, VH1 Soul, VH1 Gems, MTV, I know they Nickelodeon. VH1. Yes, BET is not black owned no more. That I know really it's not black owned. I know it's not black owned. That's crazy. Yep, BET is on there. TV. I think I don't know if it's TV One or Centric. Is on there, but not that I watch. I mean, but I haven't watched those shows since my youth. What shows? <laughs> but like MTV, those channels. Oh yeah, MTV, VH1. Well, I, mean, I, I probably watch Rolling Out. So. I'm gonna start watching it now when he comes and creates his own. I used to watch it on YouTube. It's funny. Like Rolling Out is hilarious. It's, it's funny. Yeah, but it's other hilarious. other shows on like VH1. I'm so stuck on like um, streaming networks. Streaming stuff like yeah. streaming sites, Netflix, Prime, Hulu. But the thing about Wild and Out, why it was so important is because he was putting people on he to really be able was. to put other people on. That was important for the black community for yeah. real because he was pulling people 
regular people. Yeah, like everyday people. It wasn't just like big names. He would obviously have a big name um, artist or celebrity or somebody come in, but he was bringing regular people in, real funny people, like old Mm. Vine people and (laughs) Instagram famous people, and they was really legit funny. Like, And he was creating platforms for them because a lot of them never had been on television or did stand up like that they was putting them onto other people mm-hmm. and allowing them to do more stuff like yeah. dc young fly and um what is it 86 south show um, i think that's what it's called yeah um all of them chico dc and carlos got they created their own show and yeah, i think I they came they started on wild and out so I mean, I, I watch that I too. It's funny. Candy. I think it. Never mind. I was about to say. I think it's more funny for people that's high. Yeah, <laughs> it is. probably. Because I tried to watch like a whole thing, and I'm like, all right, y'all. yeah. <laughs> probably, probably is. But they, they definitely are funny. Like they have some talent. Yeah. It just needs to be, um, you know, it's it's non structured. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's the. Thing. I think that's the purpose of it, though, right? Yeah, and I love it because it's just pure, like, raw comedy. It just comes from anywhere. They can say <laughs> anything to anybody. Like, you, they even go in the crowd and just start messing with people. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is funny. DC is the funniest, though. Like He's just crazy. He just has that whole, like, he puts his whole body into his humor. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> they trying to do, did you see the, um, they want them to remake Martin? Oh my goodness, yes. They better not touch Martin. <laughs> not at all. Don't touch it at all. Although DC is probably the funniest person. Yeah. But y'all, y'all can be That's creative. Show. Like, That's the problem with y'all now. Y'all remaking songs and remaking music. Y'all not creative. Be creative. Oh my God. And DC Young Fly's daughter, she is so cute. Oh, yeah. She looks She's just, just like, like that man. <laughs> you're like, oh, then you're like, DC. Exactly. Like, oh. She is so cute, though. It'd be crazy uh, with the videos doing her hair. I know. <laughs> He always make up for her hair. Like, leave that baby alone, please. She's cute, though. She really is. She would be funny if she hang around him all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, Nick Cannon is the man. I I'm, I appreciate Nick Cannon, for real. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, we gonna, we need to have our own. That's the main part. It is, it's easier said than done, I'm sure. Definitely. But we have to find a way. Um, That could be another form of reparations, too. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I hope he makes a smart decision, though. Like, well, right now he's taking a break from his, which is smart. Podcast, so. which I just hope they don't blackball him. Yeah. Which I don't know. Again, that's that just shows the influence of white power. Yeah, they try to make example out of him, and it's it's ridiculous because he's allowed to say how he feels and what he feels. It's his opinion and if he's wrong he should be checked on it. Like bring somebody in. Like he said he spoke to rabbis and things like that. Speak to people that have researched it, religious leaders. Sit down and have a conversation. Bring a fair on and speak with some rabbis. Like, no, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I was about to say. Like all of them together sitting at a table. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't watch that. That would be interesting. Mm. <laughs> That might end badly, though. Yeah. But let's just, you know, we know people that own their own things. Definitely. Yes. So we're going to shout them out today. And we're going to move into our secret black meeting segment. This is the segment where we just mm -hmm, 
this is just black people time. We'll be talking to each other. It's always black people time. It's yeah. always CP time. This is why it's a secret black meeting. And we talk about what we can do to destroy this racist the savages. Come on, bro. You about to get fired like Nick. Fired from where? Savages. <laughs> fired from where? Fire me. Go ahead and fire me. Hire me, then fire me. I'm done. <laughs> secret black meetings. So first off, support black-owned businesses. Do you have any that you want to shout out? Oh man, I always shout out Sarita Sweets. Yeah, because I'm sweets mm-hmm. always, always. Um, oh yeah, Naj. Naj has her uh, company or her business where she does crafts. So she mm-hmm. makes um, like personalized gifts. I think she's personalized by Naj on Instagram. N A J. So shout out Naj. Um, and we'll we'll put them up when um, you know we put the this up when we put our episode yeah. up. We'll just yeah yeah. And a lot of people are coming up with creative COVID businesses. Yes, I, they I are. appreciate that. Y'all yes. y'all are working like I want to get into um, this mask business, but I don't have a creative bone in my body. Yes, you do. You sitting here? Listen, I tried to. Um, I remember back in middle school. Now in Virginia. I was in middle school in Virginia. They have you take classes that are actually essential to life skills, like sewing and cooking. Girl, we was fishing and... You was in middle school in Virginia? Yes. I'm old. Oh, I forgot. Mind your business. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was in middle school in Virginia. So they had me do like... I was supposed to make a stuffed animal like a dog. That thing came out bad. Like even mommy left it. It was... <laughs> And mommy don't mommy ever don't laugh. Oh, she don't laugh. She's always you. so encouraging. That's sad. But she laughed at mommy. So what did it look like? I don't know, child. It just looked like it was run over a couple times. Did you name it? No, I didn't. It didn't deserve mm-hmm. a name. Nope. It was ugly. It's tragic. But people that have better skills than me. So Lauren Lewis, um, please follow her at Loco Creation. L Boogie. Yes. On Instagram. So that's L O C R O dot creations and she's been knitting for a long time mm-hmm. she's good she's very good yes i saw her she made a little halter top how do you make that you i don't know but i want that it's like real it's cute it was given yes i need I like one of those that. go ahead lauren El boogie El boogie then we have cree lynn mm, the mua yes in the richmond area Yes. I believe she travels if the price is right. Okay. Um, As it should be. So please follow her on IG as well. That's at MS underscore Cree Lynn M-U-A. Come on, C-R-E-E-L-Y-N-N M-U-A. Yes. I like that. I like yes. that for us. Mm-hmm. Black owned business. Oh, and Tyler. Okay. Tyler is a um, photographer. Okay. Black owned photographer. Okay, he, Tyler. He has a little business. Um, I think he... Is Ty Shots, T Y dot Shots. Yeah, his he is all that. Mm. Like all that. It, that came from here when I said all that because right. he's all that. See, sometimes I have to wait to um you know provide my coin because I don't want to ever ask for a discount for people. No, so I especially not from my family. family. You know, yes. Yeah. So I want to make sure I'm giving you your your due. Absolutely. Yes. Put that money out because I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I just have to have it all because I don't want no discount. Yes, you do. You, you do want a discount. But from others, not from 
My people. Mother, you're going to pour into your people, but we all want a discount. If I found a coupon, I'm going to use my coupon. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask for one. Though, so what mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> Now I don't. This is the last portion for our Black Secret meetings because this is just a conversation between Black men and Black women. It's a conversation we had last week. I don't feel like talking about it. I don't because it's just it's too much. But I feel like since we spoke about it during our last episode, I'm on the edge of my seat again with Fifty Cent. Cancel Fifty Cent. He made a comment about preferring exotic women. First to of all, Wayne and they laughed, and then Fifty called black women angry. And then in the same week, some NFL player—I don't even know who he was—some young boy. Um, he uh, questioned the beauty, the sex symbolness, sexy uh, symbolness. Is that a word? I just made that up. Of Miss Jill Scott. What? What? Like, who are you, young boy? First of all, don't mess with Jilly. Don't mess with Philly. Don't mess with Jilly from Philly. <laughs> Period. And let's be clear. Like, we're not silly enough not to know that the media focuses on this hateful stuff mm. to create division. Mm-hmm. So, we know that there is way more black men out there who love them some beautiful black queens. So, we're not Yeah, we're like not Will and Jada. Really, I don't want to talk about them, okay? The only thing I'm going to say about Will is Will my stimulus check come in office? (laughs) Curry. It's like, no, I read that on Facebook. I cried for 15 minutes, so (laughs) the only thing I'm going to say is Will my stimulus check come in office? (laughs) Yeah, because that whole situation, I don't don't have enough money for that conversation (laughs) even. Mm-mm. I just know they need Jesus. Where is Jesus in the middle of all of that? <laughs> Not entangled. I'll tell you that. They need to entangle nah. for Jesus. Yes, they do. Yes, everybody. Entangled for Jesus. But they've been coming hard for Jada, but it's like, okay, we... We know that Will ain't... Okay, like I said, I don't want to talk about that. No, we not. Anyway, back to what I was speaking of before. Mm. So, uh, we know that this black men versus black women beef is a farce. But we got we have to address the colorism of it all because I know I've experienced it mm-hmm. where black men their preference seems to be that a woman of a lighter complexion. You can't say or all. It, no, I'm not saying all. Oh, no, oh. I said my experience. So I've had you know I've had experiences with that where men you know they just they prefer like some like. The exotic. Could said exotic. I don't know what that means. Exotic. Yeah. Asian. They Latino. make it seem like Asian, Latino, even Latinos. white women are like an upgrade. Yeah. And it's like, from who? From where? Right. But Fifty been canceled since he never loved his son. Yes. Been canceled, and his yeah, exotic Joan, whatever, is from like Southwest. She like Cuban though, right? But she's from Philly. Yeah. So, but it's the hair and all that. That's what it's like. You, you, I, not to say she can't be exotic from Southwest, but it's just right. like, calm down. And I'm not the, like calm who down. you like. Like who you like, but don't damn black women. Yeah. Come on, bro. He, he's ridiculous. And he's, he's not so light himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. His teeth is exotic. Mm, talk about it. <laughs> talk about them teeth. 
They are. Been exotic. But, I mean, I had great examples of black love from the jump. You know, our parents, our grandparents. Um, I was always secure in my blackness. My mama and my dad let me know how beautiful I was from the jump. And my husband, he loved me from my hair follicles to my toenails. Okay. You see what I did there? That's Joe Scott. I yeah, saw. Yeah, that's that's all. I caught it. But, I so, said, okay. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm secure in all of that. Yeah. I'm fine. I just don't like people putting down black women because I think our young girls, they're going to go through some things psychologically. Um, especially when I hear so many black moms talking about their sons are bringing home these women that are that don't look like them, like yeah. non-black women. So, like I said, you, you like who you like, you love who you love, but you don't have to down black women in the process. But we putting down black women and who do we say? Selima McNeil, Breonna Taylor, Madeline, what's her Madeline name? Madeline Sweeper. Madeline Sweeper. Yeah. Why are you putting down black women? What? Come on. And then I think Tori Hart, Kevin Hart's ex-wife. She's not funny, but I know he's talking about. <laughs> so she made a good point. She just basically said, don't down your lineage because you have a preference. Um, I mean, but we really do need to understand why. The history, like why we do have that preference. If we do have, if we do prefer light skin, why? We need to look at the psychology behind that and at the systems that are in place to create that in your mind. Speak on it. I'm just saying, you we, you really have to think about that. So I mean, she also said like we stand up for black men, which we do all the time, and she said just give us that same respect. Mm -hmm. So I understand that she was very emotional with her video. So. I could tell that she was really feeling that. So I, I understand. I understand her position. Like Alexa, play brown skin by Andy. <laughs> exactly. Play brown skin girl no by Beyonce. Way. There is a video of Britney, <laughs> Britney Spears where her boyfriend dancing to brown skin. Her boyfriend ain't brown. <laughs> she not brown. I was going to say, she not brown either. You said Spears, right? Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. I was, that's the funniest thing. That's so random, but that, that's the random. funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I wonder if that's anything like Justin Bieber's One Less... What's that? One Less Lonely Negro. What? You never saw that? Oh, that's, that's a... He has a song? Yes. Okay. This is old Justin Bieber. He stands with the BLM <laughs> now, but... But I am thankful for all the black men. Like my husband. Like my dad. Like my grandfather. My little brother. Like your little brother. My little brother that loves them some black women. Mm -hmm. I do. I really do. I'm grateful for them. Um, and that's what we see. That's our majority. Like, that's what we see the most of the time. This other stuff is a very small percentage of black men, so. Yeah. Well, our, we have great representation of black Don't men me. in our family. You know, all of them. Yes. All of them. All my uncles, all my cousins. Every last one of them. Exactly. Great men. Strong men. Y'all should be more like my family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that should be the focus, though, because I feel like most people feel that way. Like, they can look in their families yeah. and find that representation. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. But this ties into why black women are often forgotten and overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, the movement we're fighting so hard for, Breonna Taylor, Sandra Bland, Atiana Jefferson, Corinne Gaines, Rakia Boy, Ayanna Stanley Jones, Tanisha Anderson, Kendra James, Taisha Miller, Tarika Wilson. Like, how many of those women have you really, like, heard of, heard of? Okay, say her name. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because it seems like, um, it's just...
it's very important to look into. Mm-hmm. It's very important to notice, take notice of why things happen the way they happen. Yeah. And black women were on the forefront of the movement, were leaders of the movement, but are oftentimes forgotten and neglected in the movement. I know it has to do with numbers as well, because there, I know black men are being killed more than black women. Yeah. But at the same time, it is just as hurtful. It's just as painful when it happens to black women. And we need to stand up for them more. Yeah. We need to say their names more. Yeah. And tell their stories. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's getting crazy out here. But, you know, we we were built for this. We were built for this, so. Say her name. I'm moving. I'm leaving. Like, I'm tired of America. You still going to Africa? Yeah, I'm going to Botswana. You know, I still Mm -hmm. need to have few more conversations with pride we're not really on board i yet. know we're not so <laughs> let me know when y'all go come i'm going to botswana i'm going somewhere i can't i mean think about it i'm not trying to get all like sad and i'm not giving up hope but we live in the united states where majority is white the majority is white. So the majority is always going to look out for the majority. I just feel like we spinning in circles sometimes. I'm just done with Earth, period. Earth has got a... I'm going to Jupiter. I was talking about Mars. Pete, they told me else. Venus was too hot to go to, so we can't go there. Well, he's the smart one, so he probably knows. <laughs> he is. So that's smart. Thanks. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't thinking Venus anyway. <laughs> I have to really look into it. Like I really have to get on my stuff to talk to my three year old. That's some that's some stuff right there. Uh, it's your fault. <laughs> you made him that way. Yeah, we did, yes. Me and Pride did make him that way. And y'all had something to do with it too, so it's all in the genes. No, just the music. Yeah, what do you have my child listen to? T Grizzly. Oh, I don't have my child listening to no T Grizzly. <laughs> he know what it is. Little two pack, two little T Grizzly. No more babysitting for you. <laughs> I'm good at that. If y'all need child care during the cold, Miss Rona, yes, give me a call. We need a couple of dates, so we have to call you. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Don't try to that was for like the people. That. that was for the people. So Taj much- pinches me, and I'm gonna be hurt. <laughs> In the Taj pinches everybody. That's his comfort thing. He just Taj he is a good baby. He's he so good. He listens. Sweet. He does. Taj listens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all for tuning in to Low Key Radical Podcast. She's low key, and I'm radical. Definitely. Have a blessed day. Bye. <laughs>